Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Wow. Hallelujah. Close your eyes with me. Let us pray. Everybody, please close your eyes. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this wonderful opportunity in your presence. We humble ourselves as we come before your word. Speak to us. Direct us. Challenge us. Move us forward. Transform us by renewing our mind. And making us think in the way that you want us to think. That we may have the results that you desire of us. We thank you. We bless you. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. I humble myself and I declare that have free course. Use my members. Use my instruments. Use my intelligence. Use everything to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. Lift up your Bible with me. Say, I have a wonderful treasure. My Bible and I. Let's go. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together. Let's sing it again. I have a wonderful treasure. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and Let's sing it for the last time. I have a wonderful treasure. Gift of God without measure, we will travel together. My Bible and I say, This is my Bible. This is my Bible. I believe what it says. I believe what it says. I can do what it says. I can do. I can do what it says. I can do. Today, today, I will be taught from this Bible. I will be taught from this Bible, and I will be blessed. And I will be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. How's everybody? Oh, Thomas, is that you? Wow, it's good to see you. Look at your neighbor and say, "My neighbor." It's good to see you. Make sure you have a smile on your face as you talk to your neighbor. Say, my neighbor, it's good to see you. I'm happy to be sitting by you. Now introduce yourself to your neighbor. Say, my neighbor, you are sitting by the next millionaire in town. 
Now tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor. I, I can prove it to you. Now take out 100 rands from your bag and give to your neighbor as proof to your neighbor that you are the next millionaire about to happen. Put your hands together for Jesus, please. Wow. You know, usually as a pastor, when I give people instructions, they obey it. But this is one instruction I've given that I have noticed that I have received 100% disobedience. But it's Sunday morning. God is gracious, so you are all forgiven. Amen. Amen. But a day is coming where we say, take out 100 rands and give to your neighbor. It will not be, hey, no, you just take it. Say, Pastor, you should have said 500. I mean, I, I stopped dealing in 100 rands long time ago. If you believe it, say Amen. Wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to see everybody. I've not seen you in a while. or I've not pre- I saw you last Sunday, but I've not preached to you in a while. So it's with much joy and excitement that I've come to speak to you. My prayer is that God will indeed, through his word, transform your life. Amen. amen. Say a nice amen. Amen. Good. We've been talking about tithing as an important secret you must have, acquire, and practice so that you will have a successful life. I said I was talking about total prosperity. Is that not so? Were you the one playing the drums the other time? Okay. Play it all the time so that when I'm here, I see that you are the one. Okay. Wow, powerful. I've, I've been talking about what? Total prosperity or prosperity. Hallelujah. And I'm saying that God's plan for our lives is to prosper us. God does not benefit anything when we are not prosperous. God is not raising us up to become beggars and poor people and people who cannot afford school fees for their children, people who cannot afford just a normal meal in a day. God is raising up us upside that. When people look at our lives, they would want to serve our God. Hallelujah. That when people look at you, they'll say, wow, I'd like to meet your God. Hallelujah. I'd like to meet your God. Amen. Amen. So God's intention for us is that we will prosper and live in good health, even as our souls prosper. So God wants you to prosper, have money, and also have good health. Because when your health is failing, even though you have money, it's annoying. Very, very annoying. Do you get it? And he says, even in addition to that, I want your soul also to prosper. So God wants you to not only have good health and have money, but for you to also do well, In your Christian walk, in your faith walk. Hallelujah. So, as you stay around, believe God to see progress and success in all these areas. Amen. 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 A few weeks ago, I showed you what the tithe is. So that we all know we are talking about the same thing. Another reason is that when I joined the church and they talked about tithe, I didn't know what it was. I thought 
the church was just looking for some money. And as the church is looking for some money, the church doesn't get money. Now, let me just say, this is just by the way. As a church, we don't get money from anywhere. We don't get money from the ANC. We don't get money from the DA. We don't get money from EFF. We also don't get money from SASA. Do you get? We don't get money from anybody. All our money as a church, we get from all of us church members when we give offerings. That is it. Nobody, ESCOM doesn't sponsor us. Transnet doesn't sponsor us. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Nobody sponsors us. All our money comes from the offerings. You give. What's your name? No money. All our, the offering, when they took the offering, did you give an offering? You didn't. Next time, give an offering. Okay. It's, it's not a good thing at all. I understand. I, when I look at your hair, I, I agree with you. Do you get it? But we get our money from what you give. Who gave an offering so that it's a better example? Who? Aha, uh-huh, you. This, what's your name? Zimasa, good. So all our money is from what you give. Do you, do, you, do you get it? That's where we get money. We don't get money from. The pastor is not a bank robber. I mean, he cannot even rob it. If you look at it, he cannot be a good bank robber. You see, uh, yes, he's, he's, he's petite, so he, cannot, he can hide from cameras, but he doesn't have all the other smartness that you need to be a bank robber. So we don't rob the bank to get money. I mean, there's nothing we do. All we do is we take a basket, this basket, we say, lift up your offering, we provide, then we collect, collect. We put it all together, then we use it to run the church. That's the, our only source of income. We don't sell nails, we don't sell sugar, we don't sell hair, we don't sell earrings, we don't sell, uh, we don't sell oil, we don't sell anything. We just take offerings. That's how we run the church. Do you, do, you, do you understand? So I felt that the church needed some money. That's why they are giving us envelopes that we should put, put, pay our tithes. So anytime they gave me the envelope, I think naturally, by the grace of God, I'm a naturally generous person. I like to give. So once they gave me the envelope, I look in my wallet. Any money in my wallet, I take it and I put it in the envelope. And I put it. So as the usher is giving it to me, I'm paying my tithe. So I thought I was sorted. I mean, tight pair number one. Number one tight pair in the world. Little did I know that what I was giving was not tight. Was not tight. So anytime I go through this teaching, one of the first things I try to establish is to make sure that you understand what I'm talking about. And I explain to you that the tight is... 10% of what you get. 10% of what you get. How do you get 10% of what you get? You take what you get, you divide it into 10. One of it is your tithe. Very simple as that. One of it is your tithe. So that is what I'm talking about. 10% of the money your mother gives to you. 10% of the money your boss gives to you. 10% of the money that you get. And also it's important to mention that we are talking about money. We are not talking about shoes. You don't go home and come. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have five pairs of shoes, which means ten pieces. 
So you take one foot and you come and give it to other pastor. This is my tithe. Or ten hair pieces, you come and give us one. Or ten lipsticks, you come and give us one. No, we are, we don't we, we 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 don't need. We are talking about money. Hallelujah. So I explained to you what the tithe is. All right. Reverend David also has taken two Sundays to explain to you why God established the tithe. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to take you through why you must pay your tithe. Why you must pay your tithe. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. I read from 1 Corinthians chapter 4. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, the Bible says that Paul is speaking, he says, let every man so account of us as ministers of Christ and as stewards of the gospel. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Hallelujah. He says, let everybody give account of us. Let anyone who looks at us Give a certain report about us. And he says, the report we are expecting from people is for them to say that we are faithful. Amen. So as a Christian, one of the cardinal requirements or one of the cardinal things about you should be your faithfulness. Not anything else. Your faithfulness. When Jesus comes... What he will look out for is who has been faithful. So when you get to heaven, the words you want to hear is well done, good and faithful servant. Not well done, good and prayerful servant. Not well done, good singer. Good dancer in the church. No, good and faithful servant. Now, today I want to talk about tithing and faithfulness. Because you paying your tithe proves your faithfulness. It's your opportunity to prove that you are faithful. So Paul says, even before we talk about the money, do you get it? Before we come to the money, you need to understand that God is looking out for your faithfulness. For your faithfulness. What did you say your name is? Norman, didn't it? Good. Your name is a nice name. God is looking out for your faithfulness. That's the number one thing God is looking out for. Your faithfulness. Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16. As a Christian, God will test you for faithfulness at three different levels. And all these have to do with money. Or all these can be related to your money. Three different levels. He says, I'm reading from verse 10. He says that he that is faithful in little, the same is faithful in much. And he that is faithful in Unrighteous mammon shall be if you have not, therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who shall commit to thee true riches? And if you have not been faithful with 
that which is another man's, who shall commit to thy trust? Yours. Verse 13 says, no man can serve two masters. Either he hates one, he loves one, he hates the other. And here he's still talking about money. Hallelujah. And he says, no man can serve God and mammon. Mammon is another word for money. So that you know that he's talking about money. It's all about the money, 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 money. Do you get it? Now, in this piece of scripture, you see Jesus making reference to three different areas of our lives, which all have to do with money. He says, he that is faithful in that which is least, which is small. Now, your tithe, it even teaches us three things about the tithe. One, your tithe is usually small. No matter how much you earn, your tithe is small. As compared to the part that is left with you. Because, let's say if you earn one million, your tithe is how much? What's your name? Amanda. How are you doing? You okay? Care for something to drink? You don't? Okay, it's all good. If you earn a million, your tithe is 100,000. When you look at 100,000 in relation to what will be left with you, which is 900,000, 100,000 therefore becomes a little. Hallelujah. How many of you are following what I'm saying? And no matter how you flip it around, no matter how you look at it, no matter how you think about it, your tithe is always a little. It's not much. It's just a little. In comparison to what, if you earn 100,000, out of your 100,000, 10,000 is your tithe, and 90,000 is yours. How many of you will agree that 10,000 as against 90,000 is very little? If you don't agree, let's look at it this way. If I were to give you, I had an option, give you 90,000 or give you 10,000, which one would you say I should give to you? No, no, hello, hello. Let's be serious. Which one would you say I should give to you? Should I give you the 10,000? Everybody will want the 90,000. Why? Why don't you want the 10,000? I said, why don't you want the, 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 the 10,000? It's what? Say it well. Say it loud. Loud. You are black and proud. It's small. It is what? Small. And God is saying that show yourself faithful in giving the small. As soon as you give the small, I see that ah, this person is a faithful person. We can trust such a person. It's faithful. It's small. Your tithe is not much. There's no, even people who earn millions, even if your tithe is one million, what it means is that you have 100 million, or you have 10, not even 100 million, 10 million. So, 9 million as compared to 1 million, 1 million becomes small. Hey, Pastor, 1 million. No, you have not seen money before, that's why. Recently, I, my wife and I was we were on the street, and we were just looking at the shops. Now the shops, 
all the things in the shops have no price tag. They don't have a price tag. So it's like, ah, so how, how do you know how much the thing costs? Do you get it? Then we were told that if you have to know how much it costs, then you can't afford it. That's why there are no price tag. It's not for you. The fact that you have to even know what's the price. You can't afford it. It's okay. Go out. It's okay. No, no. You can't afford it. That's how. It's a whole street. A whole street. You can't afford it. No, no, no. You see, we thought we had seen expensive things because we, are, we were coming from a street where all the designers you know, they are on that street. I mean, you will not find anybody who's not there. Mr. Mr. What? No, no, no. Mr. Price is not there. No, you will not find anybody that is not in this type of Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and all these guys. Not these... Not Daniel Hatcher. No, 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 no. No, not this. No, I'm talking about these ones, Versace. You, every shop. So you say, wow. I look at a Jesse and say, hey, this Jesse, this much. There are so many things I can do with this money. <laughs> But if you buy that jersey, there'll be nobody in South Africa who has one. No, there'll be nobody who has one. You'll be the only one with that type in the country. Yeah. So we thought we had seen it all until we got to that street. So, and people just go there. And like what happens there is that when you enter, there's somebody who helps you to shop. So you say, oh, can I have this? That and this. And then that's it. And you go to you take out your card and you just swipe it. And then you have your thing and there you go. Simple. You only see how much it is on your bank statement. Yeah. People have money. People, that's why when we made it. Look, we, we saw a hotel. We saw a hotel. One night is $30,000. The penthouse one night is thirty thousand dollars. Even if we are working the dollar at one dollar to ten rands, that is three hundred thousand rands a night. And you have not heard the worst of it. One of these celebrities that we know, I've just forgotten her name. Now it's four hundred and fifty thousand a night. She lived there for 27 years. For as long as Nelson Mandela was in prison. She lived there. That's where she was living. It's not like, she, that's where she was, she was, and she lived there for 27 years. 20 what? Seven years. So every night she sleeps, her sleep cost her 450,000 rands. One sleep. That is the hotel Princess Diana came from. Then she went to have the famous, infamous accident. And she came from there 
and then the, the press followed her into the tunnel. Then she had a crash. There's money, please, please, please. So I'm saying that what you are looking at and you think is a lot is something small. Thousand runs is not a lot. But you let's bring it within our context. Your thousand runs as against your nine thousand that will be left is small. And God is will you be faithful? Will you give it? Adam and Eve were placed in the Garden of Eden. In Genesis, the Bible says, God said to Adam, Of all the trees of the garden, thou may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, neither shalt thou touch it. For in the day thou eat of it, thou shalt surely die. It was just one tree. God had given them millions of trees. Millions. Millions of trees. And God said, just one. Show yourself faithful by not touching it. By not eating it. That's your tithe. Don't eat it. Just one. It's just one tree. I mean, think about it. I'm sure if I ask you, if you were in the garden, would you have eaten that tree on high side? You say, no, never. But you have an opportunity to do the same, and you are eating. You, every month, they even ate it only once, and God came to get angry. They ate it the same day they ate it, God came to get angry. God didn't even wait for the next day. You have eaten it for months. Yeah, months. I said what? Months. But it's changing from today. How many of you believe that it's changing from today? We are in church to change. The church is like a hospital. And I hear in the hospital, some are responding to treatment, some are not. May you be in the group that responds to treatment. Some people's diseases are chronic. Some people's diseases are terminal. <laughs> but may you respond to treatment. I miss preaching to you guys, honestly. I really miss preaching to you guys. Yeah. Just one, the small one. It's just, if you are faithful, just show yourself faithful in that which is little. Look, and this principle always applies. If you want to see somebody, is he hard work? Just give him something small to do. The attitude with which the person will do that smart is the same attitude they will do the big thing. So you can just tell, oh, but you know, you just asked me to sweep the floor. But if you had asked me to count the money, you'd have seen that I'm faithful. You are a liar. The same attitude you use to arrange the chairs, that's the same attitude you, everything. Everything. My children will tell me, Oh, to this as for as for hello uh, is very easy. I said that you must get hundred percent. I said if it's easy, then you must get hundred percent. Because if you come with hello sixty five percent, then it's not easy for you. Mass is difficult. You get sixty five. Hello is easy. You get sixty five. Then it means that look, look. Let's be serious, bro. It's difficult for you. Your definition of easy is it changes. 
over time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes on to say, if you are unfaithful with unrighteous mammon, who shall commit into your hands true riches? He said that unrighteous mammon is money. He says, if you are unfaithful with money, who will give you true? That's why somebody can live in a hotel where she's paying 30, I'll remember the name one of these days, I'll tell you, where she's paying $30,000 and live there for 27 years. Tell you serious, oh. People really have money, oh. I mean, when you hear it for the first time, you, you say that, oh, it's not possible. But it's possible. Think about Neymar, how much he earns. I mean, think about Neymar. How many of you know Neymar? He's my brother, okay? <laughs> Please, when you see him, tell him to remember me. <laughs> yeah. I went to look for him. I just didn't find him. No, I'm serious. Yeah, I went to their stadium. Hoping that he would be around. So that I tell the brother, you have to pay time. Okay. <laughs> but think about how much Neymar is. He can afford this. $30,000 is peanuts to him. It's peanuts to him. And somebody is living there. I, I, I kept asking myself. So this girl, she doesn't have a house or what? And she lives there. That's where she was living. 27 years. Whilst Nelson Mandela was in prison. Robin Island, struggling for 27 years. Somebody's living in a penthouse. For, I, I, I asked my wife, is it like the, the spoons are gold? The, <laughs> will make me live in such a place for even a night. But the reason is that you don't have that kind of money. There's a famous saying in China, if you don't have money, you say sweets can't make you fall. I mean, if you don't have money, that's when you say things like, oh, I can't eat chocolate and be full. Because your money can afford just small chocolate. <laughs> so, <laughs> bar one, so when you think of, look, eating bawang for lunch, you, it is better you convert it into pap. Yeah, it is better you convert it into pap. It's heavier. But if you had 5,000 rands, if I buy 5,000 rands worth of bawang and put it in front of you, tell me that you can finish it. You can't even finish it. So it's because you don't have money. That's why when you say, hey, how would she, she say, oh, this girl, she's even stupid. Why would she spend 30000 to live in a hotel? It's because you don't have. If you had, if you had every day, you had $500,000, 30000 would be pocket change to you. Yeah. It's because of what you don't have. It's because of what you don't have. Yeah. Do you get it? And the Bible is saying that. God is giving us an opportunity by paying of our tithe to show that we can be trusted with money. 
You can move around with Christians for a long time. They can't even cross only this hurdle. I know people who have been born again two years, three years, five years, seven years. They can't cross the hurdle of man. They will do anything. They will do basenta. They will do prayer. Even sometimes the way they speak in tongues, it compensates for all of us in the church. It makes up for all of us who are not able to pray for a long time. It makes up for all of us. As soon as you talk about money, their battery goes low, low, low to dead. As soon as you talk about money. And it's not like they are even coming to give some fantastic anything. They are, they, they are allergic to the money subject. As soon as you talk about money. So many people can pass this test of money. That's why there are a lot of poor people in the church. This, this explains why there are a lot of poor people. Because as for God, he has money. He says, the, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, the cattle upon a thousand hills. They are also mine. Do you, do you understand when God says, the cattle upon a thousand hills? You are looking for, your parents are looking for only ten for your lobola. And that's the main thing they are, they are believing God for. The next major breakthrough. That, come, 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 watch it, come, come. Let's appear on YouTube. Yellow, are you getting here? Good. You see, your parents, ne, the next big thing they are expecting is that a brother, bro, brother Joe, come. No, no, no. No, 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 this one. Brother Joe. They are just expecting brother Joe, this nice brother. Look at, take a look at him well. No, don't be shy. Look at him again. No, just look at him only once. Just, aha, good. Do you see? They are just hoping that brother Joe here will, 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 will see you and say, oh, I see. You see the way he checked you out? Yeah, he said, he said, wow. I like what I see. I'm going to change this family for good. So your parents are just praying that he will come. Bring his parents. Come and see them. And then they will ask him for 20 cows. Even you, you are afraid. You say, hey, who, 20 then they will negotiate. It's not like they can't afford 20, but it's rude, so they will just negotiate to 15 cows. Do you get it? And your family will feel, our lives are being changed forever. 15 cows. God. 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 The one who's asking you to pay your time. He says, the cattle upon a thousand hill. Do you know how many cattle, how many cows are on a thousand hill. Just check Serengeti alone. Only Serengeti. Don't even add Kilimanjaro. Just Serengeti. Just there. Alone. How many cattle are billions that belong to nobody? God says they are mine. Your family, the whole, that's all there. All the school fees they are paying. All the quarreling your mother quarrels with you. And be a good girl. They, 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 they. Brush your teeth. Comb your hair. This, that, all. It's just so that brother, what's your name again? Brother Joe. Will come with 15. Only 15. Meanwhile, God has billions on only one hill. And ask yourself the question. How many hills are there in the world? How many hills? Clap for them. Please sit down. After church, say, say hello to her, okay? Give her some hope. Per adventure, you never know. No, 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 I'm serious. I mean, you never know. 
No, many years ago, my pastor used my wife and I for an example, some type of... Ex- many years ago. Yeah, I mean, many, before even I started even thinking of... Yeah, I look back, I say, hey, this man, he used us for a certain example like this. You never know. God may be moving. Like joke, like joke, huh? Which is to say, verily, verily, I say unto you. Money. Many people can't pass it. They will give God every... You say we should do film stars. We'll do film stars. Um, the laptop is not for you, it's for me. I'll take it to my house. Yes, would we'll, You said dancing stars. We'll do dancing stars. We'll, what again? You said we should sing in the worship choir. We'll sing it. You said we should do bar center. We'll do bar center. You said we should do follow up. We'll do follow up. Anything you say we should do, we'll do. But money. No. Money. As for money, no. Meanwhile, that's the one thing that God is measuring you. By to determine whether you are faithful or not. That's the one thing. And God says, if I see that you are faithful, then now I will commit to you true riches. Which means what you are dealing with currently. I mean, you know, compare yourself to. Look, there are some people. When they. A good example. Those of you that your money fits in your wallet, you don't have money. No, you have not started. I mean, you don't have, you don't have, no, be honest with yourself. No, you have something that looks like. (laughs) Do you get it? Real money, real money, it moves from computer screen to computer screen. No, that's real money. They don't, I mean, they, no, real money. Then it's a, uh, they, what, what they say is, uh, I'll wire it to you. They wire the money to you. Not that. <laughs> How much? <laughs> that's not, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I'll give you through money that you never see it. Look, Bill Gates, he was asked, they said, we hear that you are a very rich man. He said, I've not seen the money before. He, he, he said, I also heard that I'm a rich man. But I've not seen the money before. Because the billions he's worth, it's on, a, it's on paper, it's on a computer. It moves from computer to computer. That's money. You can't move it. It doesn't fit. It, it, uh, swipe it. I mean, how much can you swipe? They move it from computer to computer. Yeah. He said, then if you show yourself faithful, then you will get through it. And then the third thing, I close on this one. He says, if you, are, if you then are not faithful with that which is another man's, that which doesn't belong to you, who will give you your own? The other thing about the tithe also is that it doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to God. Leviticus 27, 30, the Bible says that all the tithe of the land belongs to the Lord and it is holy. It doesn't belong to you. It is for some, it is, it is part of your salary, but it belongs to God. It belongs to who? God. 
and God is seeing, will you be faithful with it? I mean, your salary is made up of your tax, your tithe, and what belongs to you. Nobody has the guts to go and ask us, why have you taken tax from me? We all know that it belongs to SAS. Even if you go and ask such a question, they say you have a bad mind, they will arrest you. Because you are attempting to even defraud SAS. And SAS, they don't take nonsense, so they take it from you. They, would, they, they don't say we are waiting for you to come and pay it. They, they are not like God. God is the one who is very lenient. So I'm using it to test. I think SAS, they've been to church before. They've come to church for some time. They see that, look, people are not faithful. Even almighty God who created the whole world, people are able to trick him and not pay their tithe. So if we say they should come and pay, they would never come and pay. So this is how we are going to get a tax from them. We are going to take it from them. Oh, Pastor, but for me, I don't work, so they don't take any tax from me. You are lying. They take tax from you. It's what we call what? Yeah, value added tax. They take income tax from those of us who work. And they take value added tax from all of us. So you go that you are going to buy the water. How much is this water, man? Let's say it's, you go, you pay 10 rands for it. Well, the real price for it is 7 rands 50. If you look on the slip, you see they have written VAT, VAT, or VET, like the way you call it, VET. So when you have to spell it, then you write V-E-T, vet, like veterinary, unfortunately. Yeah. Men. Then when you have to write men, they write M-E-N. Then you wonder, why is my lecturer marking it wrong? It is wrong. It even means something else because M-E-N means a lot of, a lot of mans. Or manses. <laughs> so... The manses came around. I mean, the, the, the manses came around. We were, the man came around. Anyway, let's go on. This is not an English class. So you will see on the slip, V80, 2 rands 50. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. They take it from you. Sounds they don't joke. But God, he says, oh no. I'm giving you the chance. It is in your interest because I'm looking for people to bless. When I, when I see those who are faithful, then I bless them. But you have to show yourself faithful. The tithe, it only comes through you, but it doesn't belong to you. It comes through you, but it doesn't belong to you. And God is let me watch how, I mean, usually when people are handling things that belong to other people, that's where you see their true nature. True nature. They misuse it, they abuse it, they spoil it. I mean, think about it. When you make a phone call on somebody's phone and it's not your airtime, I've hit a right note, eh? Yeah, it's not your You take the phone. Hello. Hey, Sissy. Guess who it is? You don't. You can't recognize my voice. Oh, oh! I'm so disappointed. You take 30, thirty-one guesses. No, it's not that. No, it's not that one. Also, oh, it's, oh! You don't know my voice. 
Okay, let me sing so that you know my singing voice. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift. After after five minutes, the person has still not. Oh, it is Rosemond. Rosemond. Ah, you don't remember Rosemond? Let me tell you. I met you seventeen years ago at a Kumbulekaya, and then when we met after the Kumbulekaya program, then I came to Amtata. To see your grandmother. And when your grandmother was born, that was during the struggle. And then, long st- By the time you check, 11 minutes, 42 seconds. You have not even said what you were going to say because it's not your airtime. No, if it was your call, hello, this is Julie. Please come now. We are waiting for you downstairs. Thank you. Bye. Some before one day we were we were going somewhere and then there was one brother we were waiting for he was not coming so I asked his friend his very close friend to call him and let him come now before that we've had other occasions where we'll be waiting for so I give your phone to the call they do all this drama that we have seen so was there film stars today and so this part you can just use it as film stars and everybody said, don't say, we came to say there was no film star. There was film stars. You get it, no? Good. So I gave my, uh, he, I, I was going to give my phone to the guy. I said, oh, no, use your phone. Then he called. When he called, as soon as the guy picked up, he said, brother, we we'll believe in you. And he hung up. So the car was very quiet. <laughs> very quiet. So, at a point, we gathered confidence and we asked, we said, ah, what did you tell him? Because some of us heard, we believe in you. Others also heard, we believe in you. As in, we will believe in you. So, we were not sure, what did you tell him? But suddenly, the guy appeared. He's like, hey, so teach us what you said so that when we also call him, we can say the same thing. No, no, he was telling the guy that, we will believe in you. But the speed with which he said it, it sounded, we believe in you. Finish. We believe in you. And the reason is that this time he was using his airtime. Many of us, even sometimes you have somebody's child with you, the way you treat the child. Because it's not your child. At the right time, we'll talk about this one. Let's stay with the money. Let's stay with the money. The money is God's money. And God is checking. Will you be faithful with it? And if you are faithful with it, then he can give you what is yours. I see God giving you what is yours. I see a group of people. Hey, I'm not seeing you today. You sang powerfully last Sunday. We are looking at a group of people who will be faithful. With a simple thing as your tithe. Just faithful with it. I've been paying tithe since 1996. Up till today. Since 1996. Up till today. I'm looking at a group of people who pay tithes regularly. Show themselves faithful in that which is little. Show yourself faithful in money. Show yourself faithful in what belongs to God then God will count you faithful and give to you true riches and give to you what is yours. That's the group I'm looking at. 
I pray that it will come to pass in your life. Paul, in closing, Paul wrote to Timothy and he said to Timothy, I have taught you many good things. But these things that I have taught you, don't just teach anybody. Don't get up and teach anybody. He says, the things thou hast heard me teach amongst many witnesses, commit thou, you, commit it to faithful men. Look for faithful men and give it to them. Not ordinary people don't deserve this thing. Give it to faithful people. God is looking for faithful people to commit proper riches into their hands. The church works on money. And like I told you, we don't get money from anybody. We get money from our church members to do the church work. So therefore, God needs people in the church to bless them such that they can finance the work. But he will not bless everybody. He will look for those who are faithful. Those who are, you say your name is what? Nokwanda or Shawanda or Nomonde. God wants to find you faithful. Then he will bless you. Because he knows that if he blesses you, his church will not lack anything. His church will not. I mean, recently I was sitting at home when I was told that somebody in the church has decided that she's buying us fans. Fans. Fans that spin. You, you, you know, because summer is coming and usually it gets hot in the summer. So she's buying us fans to put in the church so that we don't get, we don't get hot in the church. These are the type of food that God says, ah, if I bless you, my church will be well. So let me bless you. May you be that kind of person. Amen. Bless you. Because when I bless you, my church, I, when I look at it, I say, wow, God bless such a person. Yeah. No wonder. God is blessing them. I pray that we will look at you five years from today. You will pack your car. By that time, we have bought our own church building. We are in our own church building. We have a nice car park and everything. Then we will see a very powerful four by four come to park in the place. Then I will ask Reverend David, this car, I've not seen it before. Whose car is this? Then say, oh, <laughs> Rev, you, you, oh, Rev, you were not here last Sunday. Last Sunday, Brother Joe, you're sincerely the one and only, the original. <laughs> Brother Joe came with it. He says he wants you to dedicate it. It's his new car. After church, we are going to dedicate somebody's new car. May your car be dedicated one of these days. Yeah. Be dead. Look, last, last Sunday I didn't preach yet. The Sunday before in Marysburg, when I finished preaching, I was just praying, so I closed my eyes. When I closed my eyes, I saw myself standing by a car. I even shared it with your pastor. I saw myself standing by a car, so I said, I see myself dedicating somebody's car. Not knowing there was somebody in the church that day. The person has not come to church in a while. She had actually come with her car so that I dedicated it. So I was sitting in the office when they came to call me that. Please, can you dedicate this person? I said, where is it? Bring it to me quickly, quickly. And I went to dedicate it. Then last Sunday, because I wasn't here Sunday morning as well. Last Sunday, when I was leaving to go to, to church, in fact, Saturday, somebody said, well, please, I have a testimony. I said, testimony quickly so that we go for it. I said, please, I've got a new car. Can you please dedicate it for me tomorrow? I said, you too? Say yes. Then we dedicated that a BMW last Sunday. Yeah, last Sunday. Today, 
Yours will be the next one. Hallelujah. You have to show yourself faithful. God is counting on it. He's watching you. And all you need to do is to do little for him to see that you are faithful. You will be faithful in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer, please. Wow. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Just pray for yourself for a second or just a a second or two. Just say, God, I want to be faithful. I want to be faithful. Help me. Help me to overcome this struggle and this challenge when it comes to money. Help me, Lord. 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 This deception that the devil has blinded me with that I cannot give away money. Help me to overcome it. 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 You are here. You are here this afternoon. Maybe you know that. Look, when it comes to money, it's very difficult for you to release it. If you are here, I want you to. I'm not just close here. We are. We are all praying, but you feel that you have a difficulty. You know, you have not had that power over money. I want you to place your hand on your heart. Every eye closed, please. Just, it's a sincere prayer. Just put your hand on your heart. I'm going to pray. God will give you the grace. Because you really need to overcome this struggle. So that you will come into the blessing that God has prepared for you. So put your hand on your heart as we pray. Father, behold every hand that has been placed on the heart. Give us the grace and the strength to overcome this deception, this master deception from the devil. Your word declares that the serpent was more deceptive than anything you created. But give us the grace and the wisdom not to be susceptible to this deception from the devil in the name of Jesus. And grant us the faith and the boldness and the strength to give what belongs to you, to you. In the name of Jesus. Let us be able to release our finances to you. In by way of our tithes and our offerings. In the name of Jesus. Set a new spirit amongst all of us from today. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. Before we welcome Reverend David, I also want to pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Maybe you came by yourself. But you know in your heart that if you are to die today, you won't go to heaven. I want to pray with you to welcome Jesus into your heart. You know, going to hell is perhaps the most unwise thing for anybody to do. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.